I'm Dr. Mandy Weeks, and you're listening to the Behind the Brace podcast. Each week, I'll be sharing conversations and resources to help families and providers navigate the world of scoliosis. This is your place to find hope for a better solution so that you can live your best life. everyone. Thanks for coming back. This week, we're talking about adaptability. This is one of the last key pieces to having this successful transition back into our school year. So previously, we talked about communication and how important that is with all of the people, whether it's coaches, teachers, schools, um, between your family, all of those things. And then um, following into that, we were talking about consistency last week. And just how important it is to be consistent um, because that will make you more successful in wearing your brace. So this last piece is the piece that's a little bit tricky because this is the adaptability piece, meaning that when things don't go as planned, what do we do? Because um, real life isn't perfect and I would never expect that you would have a completely perfect um, compliance as far as a brace. You know, most kids are not in their brace 23 hours consistently day after day after day for years on end because we have life and practices and sports and uh, church camps and sports camps and lake cabin trips and all of the things, right? So how how can we communicate about that successfully, come up with the plan so that we're consistent, but how do we adapt when things don't go as planned? And so those are a couple of the key pieces that I'm going to talk about today because that's real life. So uh, adaptability is essentially just you know, doing the best that we can, but obviously being able to look at where we're at and course correct when we need to. So the biggest piece of that is not um, sometimes we get busy And all of a sudden, it's been four months or five months, and we maybe knew that there was something going on that wasn't quite right, but didn't necessarily uh, take a a good look at it. And so there are some times that I see families back in my office, we're doing their six-month check, and we look back, and we've had a problem for six months, and nobody addressed it. And so the biggest thing is, is addressing something when it's not going well. I know we would all like to cover our our eyes and just kind of think that we're doing great at everything. But um, it is important that if you start to notice that all of a sudden, maybe your child's brace is sitting in the corner of the room more than it's not, um, that you talk about that and that you address it. And that if you have questions, at least in our office, um, parents can just bring the brace in and we'll pop the wear monitor into our equipment. And I can pull a wear monitor report in a matter of minutes. And so when we look at that, then we can address it and say, okay, you know, this is how often we've been wearing the brace. This is what we're supposed to be wearing the brace. And what do we do from here uh, to figure out, you know, why that's not happening and how do we fix it? So Addressing the issue uh, early is key, and sometimes that means that you you as a parent might be able and willing to address the issue, but maybe um, your daughter or your son is a little bit more hesitant, and they're they're still thinking. You know, a lot of times they'll say like, "No, it's fine. I've been wearing it. It's not an issue. Don't worry about it, mom. It's okay." Um, those types of things, and so. That's where we come in as providers because we're the neutral party, right? So if you bring the brace in and I pull a wear monitor report, 
Now that conversation happens between me and your daughter or your son um, along with you. And it's not mom and dad versus daughter or son, because I find a lot of times that that's why that conflict is avoided is because it starts to interrupt the family dynamic. And so I really do encourage you that if you start to notice things that maybe are showing you that your child's not wearing the brace the way that they should is to, you know, obviously initiate a conversation with them first. And if it's not going well, that's where you bring your provider back into that conversation because we can help you with that. Um, The other thing is, is adaptability in those transitional phases is we can sit down and we can talk with the coaches, we can talk with the teachers and everybody and come up with the plan and say, okay, we're going to have you wear your brace, you know, overnight while you sleep through the morning, take a break at lunch, put it back on in the afternoon, take it off for sports, put it back on. But sometimes that's it doesn't go the way that we planned. Or maybe you start school and you get two weeks in and they find out that for whatever reason, maybe there's not enough time to get from their gym class to the other side of school, to the counselor's office to grab their brace and get to class on time. And so they're nervous about walking into their class late. And so they just choose to not go get their brace. Um, We've had things like that happen where maybe they're not telling you that, but it's that's what's happening. And so when you notice those things or when we find out about those things, it's not even um, a conversation of necessarily, well, why aren't you doing that? But finding out, okay, what's the barrier for you to be able to do that? And how do we find a solution to that? So does that mean that maybe we need to find somebody else's office that you put that in? Or maybe that means that you go back to the counselor's office and grab your brace after lunch. And maybe when you go to gym class, maybe the gym teacher has an office that you can put the brace in so that you can put the brace on right after class and not be late for your next class. Sometimes it's really simple things like that. Um, but because the conversation's not happening or the problem's not being addressed, um, those solutions aren't able to be found. And so that adaptability piece is really key and different personalities handle that in different ways, right? So I know for me, I like to have everything scheduled out. Everything's on my calendar a year in advance. I don't like surprises. I don't like things being changed. And so if I come up with this plan and all of a sudden it's not working, that really stresses me out because from this time to this time to this time, these things are supposed to happen. And so that's harder for me sometimes to adapt to that. But at the same time, being aware of that, I can I can handle that a little bit differently to say, okay, well, we tried this this isn't working, let's come up with the next plan. Um, Sometimes it's even more difficult because if if you have a type of personality where you just kind of float from one thing to the next and you don't necessarily like putting things on your calendar or scheduling things out, that can make it a lot more difficult because now we're just kind of going with the flow of things and we might not actually know where some of those trouble spots are. Um, But that's where we can bring some people in to say, okay, How do we keep track of these things? Because if you don't naturally keep track of them, or if that's not your first um, go-to is to start writing lists and making schedules, then we know that we need to have somebody help you do that so that you can be successful in figuring out where those problems lie. Um, And so that adaptability is huge. I guarantee you, as you move through 
this fall through sports practices, through the beginning of school, different classes, um, and really any transition as you go through the school year. We see it at holidays too, right? Thanksgiving break, Christmas break, um, spring break, any of those times where there's a transition like that. It just makes it a little bit harder um, to keep that consistent schedule. And so making sure that you know that things are probably going to not go completely as planned, um, preparing so that you're okay for that. So if all of a sudden you're realizing that, you know, instead of getting your brace wear at 20 hours, if we're falling at 14 hours, being like, okay, well, we can acknowledge that these are the things that are coming in the way. And then being able to come back around the other side of that and come up with some solutions and trying that first solution. And maybe that first solution works. Maybe it doesn't. And so then we might need to sit back down in a week and say, okay, this is what we tried this last week. Did it work? Did it not work? Maybe it works on these days, but not on these days. And so then maybe on these days, we have to find a different solution. Um, And that's okay. I think that anytime you're working with People and kids, especially when they have a lot of things going on, Um, and I'm saying this right now to the parents listening to this, because sometimes that can be really like a like strict person of like, well, just do this thing. We need to do this thing every day. This needs to happen. Um, Sometimes I get wrapped up in just with my personality and how things are. Like this is just how things are done. So as a parent, you might feel that same way of like just do the thing, just wear the brace. Like it doesn't matter. Just do it. You have to. This is what we have to do. But also being able to recognize that we're also dealing with um, young kids who aren't fully uh, developed uh, emotionally, physically, and aren't able to uh, process through these emotions that come with wearing this brace. And so also being able to recognize that we need to be accommodating and understanding uh, and acknowledge their feelings that come with that, but also be able to acknowledge the feelings and emotions and then also help them find a solution. Um, So I know some of the parents that I work with are very much like me in that of like, we'll just do the thing, (laughs) right? It's not always that easy. Um, We have to sometimes work through some things to be able to get to the other side of that. Um, And I will also say, right, there's on both sides of this situation. um, I also uh, have witnessed and worked with families where families are on the other side of that, where they're all about the feelings, all about the emotions um, to the extent where it's like, well, um, you know, if you're upset about this, sad about this, then then it's okay that you don't have to wear this. And that's also not helpful uh, because like anything, if you're on any sort of extreme on one side or the other, that can be detrimental to the success of your care. So if you have more of a tendency to acknowledge the emotions and the feelings, um, to also not give your child a pass on that, right? Because we can still have feelings and emotions about things and yet still do the things that we need to do. So we have to be able to fall in the middle of that Um, So acknowledging that we need to adapt, that we need to assess the situation, talk about some things. If we need some extra support, whether that's from a counselor, administrator, coach, um, me, your provider, you know, any of those people that we find that because the longer we stay in a situation, especially if it's not working, 
the harder it can be to get and move out of that situation because we just kind of end up feeling like like we're stuck there. We can't move from there, that there's no solution. It can be hopeless. Um, and I see a lot of that in my office when there's been something going on for you know months that instead of families stepping back into my office and saying, hey, there's this problem. We don't know what to do with this. Instead, they may avoid the phone calls, avoid the emails, not necessarily respond when we're reaching out to ask questions about updates because they don't necessarily know how to handle it or what to do with it. Or or I would assume at least I'm wondering if sometimes they are feeling bad about not being able to handle the situation and they may not want to admit that they can't handle the situation in a way that is making it work. Um, But that's really what your people are there for. That's what your providers are there for. That's what your counselors are there for. That's what all of all of this support team is here for is to be able to help you move through this um, because you're not alone and you're not the first family that these things have happened to, whether you're having great success or if it's a really huge struggle. We've seen it all across the board. So you know, not feeling like you're alone in that, but feeling comfortable to be able to reach out and knowing that things aren't always going to go as planned and we need to be able to adapt to those situations. So we talk about things, we lay down the best plan that we can for success to be consistent. And then as we go through, we assess and see where we're at. And if we're not hitting the mark, then we just need to switch it up and we just need to adapt. Um, And so I think out of everything that you can do, these last three topics that we've talked about are just huge in being able to recognize that this is real life and we do the best that we can. And most often we all at some point need support in doing that. So um, I hope that this is helpful to you. because I know that sometimes we get so caught up in the clinical aspect of it, right? The x-rays, the numbers, the brace, the hours, the wear monitors that we sometimes forget about the real life situations that you're still mom and dad and you're still a family trying to raise kids in a crazy world and handle all the things and go to all the practices and all the events and and everything that this can sometimes be a little overwhelming. And sometimes it's easier to just step away from it Um, than it is to step into it and acknowledge that there's some struggle to it and ask for help. And so really, that's what we're here for is to be able to help you navigate this. um, Because we have a lot of experience in working with a lot of different situations. And, and we can share with you what's been helpful and and shown other families success. So um, as you go into this school year, don't feel hesitant to reach out if you need help, whether that's to me or somebody else. Um, because it's not always easy. Almost every single person that I speak with as we move through summer to fall um, check-ins and appointments are having very similar uh, experiences and struggles. And um, I just really encourage you to to take the support that we have here for you. Um, and if you know somebody going through this, if you can share these episodes with them, I think it would be really helpful for them to hear some of these tips and to also know that they're not alone. Um, so feel free to do that as well. I really encourage you to uh, reach out to those people that you might know that need some extra support. Um, you can find more information on 
behindthebrace.com on our Facebook page. Um, contact our clinic. We're always here to help. Um, I wish you all the success as everyone is going back to school this year. I hope that your summers are wrapping up and you're having all the fun. Um, Until next time, uh, take care and we will see you later. Thanks for spending time with me today. If you could leave a review before you go, that would help us reach more people that need this message. To learn more about the services and resources that we have available, visit us at BehindTheBrace.com. This show is produced by Rayma Team Media. To learn more about how they can help you with your podcast, visit RaymaTeam.com.